Crypto curious, keep an open mind, enjoy the conversation, and stay cryptocurrent. Now, here's your host, Richard Carthon. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew, did you know that we have a YouTube channel? If watching interviews is more your style, then please go to our YouTube channel. If you go to our website or go to our show notes or go to YouTube and type in Cryptocurrent, you should be able to find us and find all of the incredible interviews that we've had with our guests. We are also beginning to record future podcasts so that you can go and watch at your own leisure. And now for today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cryptocurrent, your host here, Richard Carthon. And today I have a very special guest working on a really cool project that you might have already heard of. We have Dr. Lehman Baird with Hedera Hashgraph, how are you doing today? Doing well. It's good to be here with you. Of course, man. Well, there's a lot that y'all are currently working on that I definitely want to go and unpack. Plenty of things from auctions to commerce to a ton of transactions that's going on. But before we dive into all of that, let's learn a little bit more about you. Can you give us some background on yourself? Sure. So I've done lots of different things. Uh, I was a professor. I was a scientist in a bunch of labs. I've been an entrepreneur for 20 years and started a bunch of companies, just all sorts of things. You know, I like computer science, I like math, and what I'm doing right now is Hedera, which is building a a whole company to be a distributed ledger. Which is incredible. What was your first introduction into the crypto blockchain space? Like, how did you first learn about it? Well, like everybody, I just read papers about it and and heard about it. The funny thing is I wasn't really interested in that. I was interested in a math problem of how to get computers to work in a way that wasn't being done. It really had nothing to do with the blockchain world. But when I solved the math problem, I realized, ooh, that's a really good ledger. And so we started a company for it. Right. Which is, which is pretty incredible, man. So like, all right, let's, let's talk through that. So what year was it when you're starting to solve these really hard math problems and you're like, all right, I'm going to build this company to help solve these particular challenges that I'm seeing? Yeah. So the math problem in 2012, I was working on this. Could you get computers to make an agreement that's really, really secure, but also really, really fast? And, you know, I play with it and I convinced myself, nah, it's not really possible. I'd set it aside. And then a little while later, it'd come back and haunt me again and gnaw at me. And I'd pick it up and play with it again, work on it for a few days and say, no, it really is impossible and set it aside. I have lots of math problems I do that with. I've been working on them for decades on some problems and I'll never solve them, but they're just fun. I do it for fun. However, this one just wouldn't go away like many problems. But in 2015, I realized, you know, If we just talk to each other in the simplest way possible by gossip, just randomly talking to random computers, and every time you give a message, you just attach two little tiny hashes of the last message you received and the last one you created, you automatically, for free, everybody knowing the entire history of how information flowed through your network, which means you could do consensus with zero communication. You just gossip out these messages with the two hashes, and then with no further talking at all, you could get the absolute highest level of security, asynchronous Byzantine fault tolerance. And that was cool in 2015. So, you know, it solved the math problem. You can be both secure and fast at the same time. I was pretty sure it was impossible, but eventually figured out, oh, just add two hashes and you're done. That was easy. So 
we then said, uh, Mance Harmon has started a bunch of companies with me, and we decided we would build a company to build a distributed ledger on that. First, we did a private ledger in 2016. And in the summer of 2016, we said, wow, this is catching on so well. We should do a public ledger. And that's Hedera. It was incorporated in 2017. We announced it to the world in 2018 and launched our network, created the 50 billion HBARs. There'll never be any more cryptocurrency. It's a fixed supply. In 2019, we opened it up to the world. And then in the last year and a half, it's just exploded. Um, the number of transactions boggles yeah. my mind. Yeah, it's just gone amazing place. No, let's, let's spend some time there. I mean, first of all, it's really cool that the passion for you and you can just hear the passion in your voice is like, comes from solving really complex problems, but you were first able to create that and you're like, wow, I can now bring this to the world like and continue to, to, to build upon that. So you create um, Hedera Hashgraph and, and, and now speed up. I, I believe you said you've done are, are, it's done over a billion transactions recently. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, can you believe that? I think we're over 1.3 billion transactions now. And these aren't test transactions. These are real transactions from real users who are building real things on top of us that solve real business problems. Uh, 1.3 billion transactions have been processed. And, you know, Ethereum and its whole history has done less than that, 1.1 something, I think. But we did it in a year and a right. half. And so we are the most used ledger on the planet right now. And the funny thing is that we're going really fast in number of transactions each second, but it's getting faster and it's rapidly going up. And we can go, well, right now we've slowed it down to a mere 10,000 transactions a second. We could actually handle 10,000 transactions a second on our current network, but um, that's an artificial wow. slowdown. We will go even faster in the future. And so we can handle, we can handle a billion a month without breaking a sweat or many billions a month without breaking a sweat. And I think we're going to get there. It looks like we're going to get there someday. And there's two things that I think really need to like go back and spend some time on. One, the fact that you've already done more transactions than Ethereum in significantly less amount of time is, you know, extremely noteworthy. But then the speed at which that happens as well, as we all know, um, Ethereum gas is a real challenge and problem right now. And one of the things that I know that Hedera is, is, is doing to help solve that is, is in being able to do all this speed. You have a couple of different ways that you're tackling that. I believe one of them is through your Hedera consensus service. Can you kind of talk through that a little bit? Yeah. So we have a fast network. If you want to transfer cryptocurrency, it's really fast. If you want to mint a token and then transfer those tokens, it's really fast. You don't have to use an ERC-20 smart contract. You can do it at native layer. We have tokens at the native layer. We also have ERC-20 contracts. I mean, we have smart contracts. You can do solidity contracts, but you can do it at the, at, right. the, at the native layer. You can do tokens without having to use a smart contract, which makes them much, much faster. In addition to that though, over time, we'll probably cram even more things in at the native layer, but we don't really have to because we have the consensus service, which means anyone in the world can build at the native layer on Hedera. And so you can build an app net, your own computers, your own network. It can even be an Ethereum network or a uh, Hyperledger fabric network or Q3 Corda, whatever you want to do. You can do your own network and at the bottom have Hedera be the consensus for it. And then you get all of the trust of Hedera and all the speed of a native layer, native layer network. And it just runs at the native layer speeds. We put all the transactions in order and put timestamps on them and you do all the processing. And if you wanted to, you can even encrypt everything and keep it all super secret and super private. It would really be a private network, but with the trust of a public network. So um, I'm excited about the consensus service that lets you do that. 
And if you don't want to do all that, use the token service and you can do tokens at the native layer speed and you can do cryptocurrency at the token layer speed and other things. Right. And no, man, that that's extremely exciting. And the fact that you can go from not having to do like an ERC-20, although you can, it, it's literally at the native level, shows the speed and, and shows the ease of use of, of using your, your platform. And one of the things where I think this has a lot of utility is uh, potentially in the retail space and just like different areas and different ways that businesses would be able to use Hedera to build on top of that platform. Can you kind of speak to the different ways that you're seeing use cases for Hedera right now? Hey, Cryptocurrent crew. If you want more ways to engage with us outside of the show, come and join us over on Clubhouse, the new app on iOS and coming soon to Android. On Clubhouse, we're bringing you brand new content every single week in a very fun and engaging way so that you can have conversations with us live. That's right, live. Talk to us, some great special guests, and you can join Richard and I every single week for a brand new conversation during our show, Let's Talk Crypto at 8 p.m. Eastern. You can find me at my handle, at Stephen Miller. That's Stephen with a V, Miller. And Richard, what's your handle? R Carthon, C-A-R-T-H-O-N. And starting next week, you can also find us by joining our group. That's right. Search us at Crypto Current on Clubhouse and you'll find our group. Join up because every single week, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, we'll have a brand new session for you. Yeah. So we mentioned it was fast, but the flip side of fast is that each transaction can be very, very cheap. If you're doing lots per second, you can afford to make them very cheap. And so you don't have to pay $30 for a transaction or $1 for a transaction. You pay a tenth of a penny for a transaction. Some transactions are a hundredth of a penny, uh, US dollars, wow. you know, ten thousandth of a US dollar. So you pay very, very small amounts, which means this is great for business applications, real world applications, where you really do have to worry about things like the cost. And the cost is in US dollars. You pay HBARs for your transactions, of course, the cryptocurrency, but the cost is denominated in dollars. And so as the price of HBAR goes up and down, the cost is predictable. You know what you're gonna be paying. And so we have people building all kinds of things on us. I can give you an example. Spencer Dinwiddie has built Galaxy, the Creator's Galaxy, which is NFTs that allow you to monetize. Creators can monetize all sorts of things that have never had a market before, including weird things like your own future income or the shoes you wore at the latest game uh, or time. I'm sure if someone would pay a million dollars to have a half hour lunch with you, you can monetize that using Calyxy. So you can, right. you can do that kind of thing with Calyxy and they're doing it based on NFTs, based on building on our token service on uh, Hedera. Which is absolutely incredible. And for those, when you heard the name, so he's actually plays for the Brooklyn Nets right now and is really working on a really cool project, Galaxy. Definitely go check that out. We'll put that in the show notes as well. But I mean, the use cases are incredible. The fact that people can be as creative as that and to build on Hedera just speaks to the volumes. But the other thing that I think is really cool about um, Hedera right now is what y'all are doing in the NFT space and, and even trying to like give back some of all the good that you're doing. And, and I know right now you're working on an auction. Can you kind of speak to that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. We should talk about this and hopeful solutions. So we are going to do an auction for charity on Hedera using auction code that we've written and we're releasing open source. So anyone can do auctions the same way using NFTs on us. And we're going to do it for these metal coins that I made in 2018. 
They have the Hedera H on them. There's a, a gold colored one and a silver colored one. You can also go to our store and buy them. And we, we have them made at Shapeways 3D printer, printer service. But if you want to get the two original ones that I made, I only made two and I stamped them with serial numbers myself, which is why they look terrible because I know nothing about how to stamp <laughs> things. Turns out it's really hard, but I stamped them with serial numbers. I made a certificate of authenticity, took a picture of the certificate of authenticity, and the hash of that is now in an NFT token. There's two tokens, one for the gold one, one for the silver one. Those are the colors, not what they're made of. And right. then we're going to have an auction for charity. And so people can bid. You can bid whatever you want. The auction will be automated. We're setting up a network using our software of people that you can trust, external people. They'll run this auction. At the end, the winners will get the metal coin and the piece of paper and the NFT. And so we're, we're auctioning off an NFT. Now, you may have heard of like someone paying $69 million for an NFT of a GIF that was just a picture that wasn't in any physical object. We're doing the NFT, right. but we're also doing a physical object. So you get both. The real purpose of this is to be as a demonstration, but we're going to raise money. I don't know how much we're going to raise, but whatever we raise, we're going to give to Hopeful Solutions, which is a charity for uh, homeless mothers in Dallas. And I, I can't even imagine what it would be like to live on the streets as a homeless mother, especially in the winter. Anyway, it, it's a cool charity. And uh, Hopeful Solutions is this charity in, in Dallas. We're going to give all the proceeds from this auction to that. The two coins I personally donated to Hedera for free. And now Hedera is going to auction it and give all the money to the charity. I think that's really cool. And I just think it's going to be a great demonstration of how you can do auctions uh, and using, using Hedera. And, and also, you know, NFTs are the future. And this is just one more playful way of showing that they're the future. But I think a lot of big businesses, including some of our own council members, are now building real things on NFT, like Galaxy is doing and DLA Piper and others. Right. Yeah. And there's a couple of, of great things I want to unpack in that. One, the fact that you are taking the proceeds and immediately giving them to the uh, homeless shelter, uh, homeless women of, of, of Dallas. Awesome. Really incredible. But then the other part of it too, and, and it's like kind of a reoccurring thing that's happened in Hedera is that you built these use cases and then you actually do them in real time, show them, hey, we're doing this. You can do this too. And as you know, for, for some people, they just need to hear that spark of like, oh, that's possible. And oh, this is a platform I can possibly do that on. And like, oh, but have you considered X, Y, Z? And now, of course, now their wheels are turning. Now they're like, okay, I can go do this thing. I think that's really, really unique and, and, and pretty awesome about uh, Hedera. And then, you know, thank you for already breaking down a bunch of different things that Hedera is able to do. Something else that I kind of want to pose up to you is just what's on the current, what else is on the roadmap, right? So of course, being an innovation, constantly innovating and, and building more amazing things and making Hedera the place, an ideal platform to go to building on, you know, what are some other things that you have geared up for this year and into the future? Okay. So we have features being added to the platform itself, like the consensus service, the token service. And we have others that we're going to be building on top of that to make the, the platform more powerful. Now, of course, you can do anything in a consensus, in an app net using the consensus service, but we want to make it easy to do. So we'll add more and more features to Hedera itself. And the community is involved. We have a Hedera improvement process, the um, <laughs> Hedera improvement proposal process, the HIP process where people can make suggestions and then talk about them and come to a conclusion. And then we have, you know, they're officially blessed and approved by that group. If it's a change to the code of Hedera itself, even the council will approve it. And we've actually done this now. So I love that the community is involved in this. In addition, 
we are bringing in more council members. And so we have council members. We have 21 different council members. The most recent one was Chainlink, which was very exciting. You know, in the blockchain world, everybody yeah. knows who they are. They do oracles, oracle services. And so it's very exciting to have them part of the council. And I didn't even mention what the council is. Hedera is jointly owned by a bunch of independent organizations that are huge, spread around the world in different countries, under different governments, in different jurisdictions, in different markets. And they're huge companies that would not be easy to bribe, would not want to hurt their reputation. And so we have Google and IBM and LG Electronics, and we have DLA Piper, one of the world's largest legal firms, building tokens on us. We have FPOS, a household name in Australia, doing payments. So you go to the store and you pay with FPOS. It's just a, a, a common word. Everybody knows the word FPOS. That's how you pay there. We have the biggest bank in wow. Africa, Standard Bank. And we have the oldest bank in South Korea, Shinhan Bank. We have the largest financial institution, one of the largest ones in Japan. We have all sorts of people, uh, Nomura. We have all sorts of people that are council members. And uh, 21, growing rapidly. So what are we going to see in the near future? More big names. There will be names you recognize. There will be names in more, in more communities and so on. What's the third thing we'll be doing in the future? More people building on top of us. This is our central focus, is building something that's going to be around for 100 years, that has lots of people using it. At the moment, we're the most used ledger in the world. But what we want is even more things. So we want to be used in a lot of different areas, like there's people building carbon credit trading markets on top of us and electricity trading markets on top of us. So if you have a solar panel in your house, you want to sell power back to the grid, they can do a market in the electricity. And then once you've tokenized carbon credits and you've tokenized electricity, guess what you can do? You can start doing clever things like tokenize the combination of the two. And so you can buy and sell them together. And in real time, you could be buying a kilowatt hour every time you need a kilowatt hour, and at the same time, buying a carbon offset at the same time so that you're carbon neutral. And so, you know, our ledger itself is very low energy. I saw a published report that said we used one five millionth as much energy per transaction as Bitcoin did, wow. one five millionth. So we're trying to be green at our layer, but we're also enabling people to build on top of us real applications that are green, that kind of thing. Well, those are three really great points. One that I'm going to 100% bring up is the one at the end where you said we're building for the next 100 years. Something that I bring up continuously on this show is the importance of knowing your time horizon for whatever you're trying to be a part of. And I always try to tell our listeners for projects that are building for the future that are not going anywhere and are trying to be here, those are the ones you want to put a special asterisk next to. Make sure you're always paying attention to because you're not going anywhere. You just said it. We're, we're building for the next hundred years. And the fact that you are already starting to think of creative ways to have more and more companies built on top of you, have more collaborations, have a council that can help point you in different directions, open up more doors for you. And like are building out all of these like models is incredible. So, I mean, I'm pretty hyped about it. Like I already knew about Hedera Graph. I'm even more excited about this now, which is amazing. And, and that's why I love these conversations. But thank you for, for breaking all of that down. I mean, extremely exciting stuff on y'all's horizon. You know, just a couple more things that I want to ask. I mean, kind of just going in a, in a different direction. It's just as we look at the greater crypto blockchain space. So the first decade was a lot of proof of concept, proving that, hey, this market's here. It's not going anywhere. And now we're, you know, we're leading on the bill curve. We're leaving the first initial step and we're kind of going into that next. We're on that cusp, right? 
But as we kind of look into this next decade, you know, what are things that you think people should be paying attention to that you have your eyes on? <laughs> I was about to say, yes, this, this really is getting traction in 2021. You're seeing the world of ledgers actually grow up in 2021. People are using it for real things. It isn't just game, a, a little tiny game or something. It's serious games or serious business or serious real world things like telling people in war zones when they're about to get bombed and getting that information out using Hedera. That's actually being done right now. All sorts of real world things are happening now. Uh, Lots of stuff with coronavirus is being done. So 2021 is the year, I think, when this whole industry of blockchains, of ledgers, is now starting to do the things in the real world that we've been promising for a decade. Now they're happening. But you asked about the next decade. That's sort of like saying, well, what good is the internet? What effect will, will it affect? (laughs) <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Is the wheel useful? Yeah, I think the wheel is useful. I think that ledgers are going to seep into every corner of the world economy and of society. It doesn't mean that everything is done on a ledger. That would be stupid. You only do a ledger when you need extra trust. It'll be cheaper to do a single central computer for things where you don't need trust. There will always be a need for central computers. But ledgers won't do everything, but they will do part of Every single kind of thing we do, every company will be using ledgers. Every person will be using ledgers throughout the day without even knowing it. Um, I mean, like right now, when you use a credit card, half the time it's going through FIS WorldPay, which is one of our council members. You don't even know it, but, <laughs> but it's going right. through half, half the credit card transactions in the world are going through them. Ledgers are going to be the same way. They're going to be invisible. You won't even think about them. Maybe like electricity, where it's, you know it's around you, but you don't really think about it. They're going to affect the economy in ways by disintermediating, which means more power to the people. You have less power of some central arbiter that gets between the people that want to interact and controls them. They can just interact. So there's more power that way. It lowers prices, it lowers costs, it lowers time. If I send you a wire, I have to pay $30 and it takes days to get through. It's ones and zeros through a wire. It can go across the planet in a few seconds. What in the world, in a fraction of a second, what in the world are we talking about with wires taking all that time? Well, with ledgers, they can literally take a few seconds. You can have a stock market that does matching and settling and um, clearing and everything all within four seconds. This is the future we're going to. And so just like what was the internet useful for? Well, it was useful for every part of society. You don't do everything with the internet. But every part of society has the internet as part of it. And I think that we're going to see this. I think it's going to give us, improve everything, make it cheaper and faster and better. Also enable new kinds of things you couldn't do in the past. Like Spencer at at Galaxy said, Spencer Dinwiddie said, um, he would even use this sort of system to allow his fans to vote on what shoes to wear in the next game. They could actually vote on that. This is the kind of interaction between people you, you didn't have in the past. So... Over the next decade, we're going to see serious usages of ledgers in everything. They won't do everything. They'll be piece of everything. That's what we're going to see. Right. You know, you are the first person to come on and give that perspective. So everyone, I want, if you're listening right now, go back, rewind that. I think that's an extremely well-articulated, well-thought-out way of saying that, just like Lehman just said, this is not going anywhere. This is also going to be incorporated into our lives. When the internet first came out, people didn't think like, oh, everyone's going to be using this thing. Sounds like ledgers are probably, it's just going to be so enamored in your life, you don't even realize it's happening. Thank you for putting that on my horizon. Thanks for putting that on everyone's uh, who's listening horizon as well. But as we kind of wrap up, I have two final questions for you. One is if you could take all the knowledge you have right now 
and either go back to yourself and impart wisdom of, of ways that you could have done your business faster or as a newbie in the crypto blockchain space, what are, what are some things that you would teach yourself? Well, I'd give myself the Hashgraph algorithm. That would be really useful to have known back then. <laughs> um, so as an entrepreneur in general, I think the real key is to find where the real needs are in the world. You can just make a widget 1% better. But if you look at what the world really needs, that's what you should put your time and effort into because that's where you're going to have a, make a difference and make life better for real people. And so I would say the biggest thing to do is to constantly be looking. There's lots of fun things to work on, but look at what's really going to have an impact. What are the needs that the people have that they don't even know they have? Steve Jobs was just a wizard at that, right? He, he provided things right. that people wanted that they didn't know they wanted. This is the kind of thing to be looking for. Look at the things that are really going to have an effect on real people. And I'll throw in a second one for free. I would also say that there are some real revolutions going on right now. The ledgers are about to change the world, but so is artificial intelligence. So is Internet of Things. So is a number of different things that are going on right now. And ultimately, I'm very optimistic they will ultimately do more good than harm. But in the short term, we all need to be figuring out how to do it in a way that minimizes the harm. We need to make sure that yeah. people are being taken care of in the middle of it all. And so I'd say that's the second big thing. If I had to say two big things, find where you can really make a difference, something that needs to be done and do that. And try to find a way of doing it that's going to make the world better in the long run, but also help people in the short run and not hurt people in the short run. That's what I would say. Yeah. I mean, and that's the doctor coming out and you just do no harm. And I, I like that <laughs> a lot of finding, finding a way to do as much good as you can with doing the least amount of harm as possible. So I definitely appreciate those two sentiments. But as we kind of wrap things up, you know, what is a final thought that you want to leave with all the listeners here today? Well, for people who have been on this journey with us, thank you for your support and for being interested in it. For those who aren't part of us, but are part of the blockchain community, I think it's exciting what you're doing. You are changing the world. And uh, hey, look at us too. You might want to build some things on us. You might find it useful. For people just in general, thank you for watching this. I hope it was somewhat entertaining and I hope it was somewhat enlightening. And I just want to thank you, Richard, for having me on. I really have enjoyed it. Thanks. Of course. Thank you so much for joining us. I know I personally got a lot out of it and I'm sure our listeners will as well. But as people want to learn more about you and learn more about Hedera Hashgraph, what are some ways that they can connect with both you and learn more about Hedera? Oh, yeah. You can go to Hedera.com. H-E-D-E-R-A. Hedera.com. You can see what we're doing. You can see the community that has SDKs and example programs. You can download free software. We have lots of open source stuff, including the auction. When we get the auction in the near future, we'll be releasing all the source code for that open source. Uh, you can get involved. Uh, you, it also has a page that tells you where you can get wallet software and exchanges that'll give you HBARs. There's things about how we run as a company and how the council works, which is interesting. And um, yeah. There's lots of ways to get involved, both as a consumer and as a business and as a startup. We give grants to startups as well, all those things. So go to headera.com and, uh, and I hope that you'll join us on this journey. It's an exciting journey. Absolutely. So everyone listening, make sure you go check that out. Dr. Lehman, thank you again for spending some time with us. And of course, for everyone listening, stay CryptoCurrent. Hey, CryptoCurrent crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. Today's review comes from OMS21. Exciting info on crypto and what's going on in the industry. Love the energy Richard brings with the guests. 
We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date in the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to DeRitterProductions.com. That's D-E-R-I-T-T-E-R Productions.com. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Cryptocurrent with Richard Carthon. We'll be back with more exciting developments from the world of blockchain and cryptocurrency next week. But until then, stay cryptocurrent. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Cryptocurrent. Just one quick reminder. Cryptocurrent is a cryptocurrency and blockchain education platform that's bridging the gap between the curious newcomers who are just discovering the space and the thought leaders who are shaping its future. All opinions expressed by Richard Carthon, the Cryptocurrent team, and their guests on this show are exclusively their own opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Richard, the team, and their guests as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or to follow his financial advice. This show and any other cryptocurrent production is exclusively for informational purposes.